Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name is Joshua Millage, and I'm joined today with Christopher Badgett. We are still on our uh, few months stint now of international episodes. I'm on the other side of the globe in New Zealand, and Chris is broadcasting from Whitefish, Montana. And uh, it's exciting because this is, uh, we are actually um, practicing what we preach here about being location independent education entrepreneurs. So today we're going to talk about a really interesting subject and it's how to connect online courses together for increased income and impact. And uh, Chris, I'll, I'll let you have the mic first to talk about this idea and then I'll, I'll offer some strategies. Absolutely. Well, I'm also, I just want to, I'm proud to announce that with our WordPress LMS plugin, Lifter LMS, we recently released a feature where you can actually create a uh, or trigger what we call an engagement, which could be a certificate, a gamification instance like a badge, or an automated email based off of the completion of a collection of courses. So not only can you string courses together with Lifter LMS, you can also like trigger like a certificate program or something like that. So I'm really excited about that, that feature that bubbled up from our customer base as, and we kept seeing the request over and over again. So we just went ahead and built that right in. But I think it's really important as an education entrepreneur to, you know, you got to focus in, you got to get the work done, you got to focus on shipping your course. But there's some real magic that happens when you take a step back, look at the big picture and start connecting courses together uh, for a greater cause or greater, greater purpose. And as an education entrepreneur, education is all about uh, impact. And uh, the entrepreneurship is also about impact and creating value, but it's also about building a business and generating income. So when you connect those courses together, you can get that double win of changing lives and more money. But I want to turn it over to you, Josh, on some strategies about how to how to go all about that. So. Yeah. So in a recent episode, we talked a little bit about this, but I wanted to kind of drive the point home because I think that a lot of people um, have multiple courses and they do a really poor job of selling together, selling their course suite. And a lot of times what they do is they take a beginner course and if they upsell it all, which they probably don't, but they should, is that they offer the next thing in that learning progression. So they offer the beginner's course and that's what someone's buying. And then on the checkout page, they offer the next, the more advanced course. And that usually doesn't work because in buyer psychology, if I have a pain that you're solving, let's talk about gardening for a second. If I want to know everything about permaculture design and permaculture gardening, and I come and buy a course, then it's, I, I've solved that pain by that purchase action. So, but I am in a, in a buying behavior. I'm in a yes mode. So I can, I'm, I'm probably highly likely, you know, to buy something else. And usually it needs to complement that first thing, but not be the next, the next more advanced version of it. So psycho psychologically, I've solved the pain of gardening. What else might I be interested in? And because I'm in this buying behavior that if you offered me would be in, an interesting buy that I might take advantage of because I'm already in that buying behavior. So a good example would be uh, beekeeping. Uh, beekeeping is in the same realm as gardening. Um, 
but it isn't the same thing as gardening. So I've solved my pain point of gardening. I didn't even really know I had a pain point around beekeeping. It maybe wasn't even on my radar, but your pitch was something along the lines of, hey, a great compliment to growing a great garden is beekeeping because bees can pollinate the garden. You can also get some awesome honey that can help with, you know, local honey is known to help with allergies and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, and right now, and, and you can purchase that course for a one-time offer of, you know, X, Y, and Z. And, and that's a really strong offer because you solve the pain point of gardening and you got them curious about something that they might not know they're interested in, but you, they're in that state of, of what they call, um, I, I'm blanking on the term. It's like hyper, hyper acceptance or they're in a yes mode. Basically, they're willing to say yes to more things. We see it all the time. You know, would you like to supersize that? Like McDonald's has made so much money. And I saw an interesting study about this that, um, and I'm not a huge fan of McDonald's, but uh, I do admire their business model because they're such an optimized machine, um, for better or worse. But they uh, they don't make a lot of money when you go and buy a cheeseburger. And the, the profit on that cheeseburger is next to nothing. It's It's a few pennies. But when they say, would you like to supersize that on the Coke and the fries – they make like 80 to 90% profit. And I don't have the exact stats, so don't quote me on all that, but it's something crazy that they actually make a lot of their cash on the upsell. But they're not offering you another cheeseburger. So you bought the cheeseburger, but they're not offering you like, oh, would you like another cheeseburger? Or would you like actually a a, a double-decker cheeseburger? Because that doesn't make sense. I've, I've, I'm, my hunger is being satisfied by the cheeseburger, so I don't need another cheeseburger. But fries sound nice. And of course I want to drink because I'm going to be thirsty. So if you take that model into your online course, you can have some wild productivity. And it's also a way of selling that doesn't make you feel shady because you're just offering more value at the right time and you're positioning it to be a bigger value package for the online uh, student. So, And I guess that's why McDonald's calls that the value meal. Right? <laughs> I think It's like a combination. Yeah, they've totally got it dialed. And you know that's one thing too that I try and do is I look at companies and, and say, well, what are they actually doing here? Why are they doing it? And see how I can model that into online courses because um, it's a, kind of a known fact, and I have parents that are educators, that teachers aren't always the best business people. And that's okay. They're not supposed to be. But I think with this podcast and what we're doing is we're trying to offer easy-to-implement strategies that people can um, people can implement right away with systems like Lifter LMS. It's really not that hard to set up that kind of upsell like I talked about. Um, Absolutely. And let me just speak to that point. Yeah. Uh, with Lifter LMS, you could actually set up an engagement where at the end of the course about beekeeping, once they've completed it, an email goes out where you structure this message or this offer while they're in that, that buying behavior and that satisfaction of completion, recommending another course mm-hmm. uh, and have a link there and they can easily just continuing on and explain, explain why you think that's valuable so that you can create, not only can you implement that, you can also automate that with Lifter LMS. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot we can do. And I think our, our feature set in the future will actually offer even more features around this exact thing. So I'm excited. It's exciting time to be in this, um, this world of online education. It's really the wild west. And, uh, these, these tactics like the one we shared today on how to create, online courses together for increased income and impact is, is something that um, that's huge. And I think the impact too, I don't want to shy away from that point, but uh, by putting these courses together and then using the technology 
that is available like in Lifter LMS to engage people to get them to complete that one-on-one course and get them to complete that next course, the impact that you can have with your students is, is magnified for sure. And I just want to throw out another point too. Like you're using the example of McDonald's and I think it's really important that whether, however you feel about McDonald's positive or negative, it's actually a really good opportunity to look at a company that you may not agree with like McDonald's or Walmart or uh, I'm just pulling this out of my hair, the pickup artist community. If you're not really into marketing or sales, go look at what you see as like shady salesmanship, whether it's like a used car lot or whatever it is. And there, there are valuable lessons in there. You just need to do it with style and do it with ethics. Mm-hmm. And uh, so always have an open mind, especially in the world we live in today where we're getting bombarded with advertising. You can learn from that and you can learn how to do sales in a very respectable, um, you know, ethical way where you're adding value and you feel really good about your messaging. Absolutely. So I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, I think it's a great point. And I think that, you know, one of the ways that I've learned marketing is to go to the extremes and the, mm-hmm. the extremes show the, like the old direct mail uh, sales letters are a good example of this. Like, the, you know, the stuff that's like, you know, rub sickness out of your, you know, stomach using only the palm of your hand or something like <laughs> that crazy stuff that, that like there's some of these little sales letters that like did millions of dollars and you're like, really? Like people bought that? Like, what did they do? You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm not saying I agree with that. Like, it's clearly... I mean, maybe it works. I don't know. I, I don't want to judge. But the thing is, it's like it works psychologically. It caused someone to pull out their wallet and buy. And so if you go and you, you read through those, you'll start to see some commonalities about how sales messages are structured. And you can decompress that and you can use that to, um, to learn how to sell whatever it is you're passionate about. Um, and I think it's good to learn at the extreme and then taper it back to you and your personality. Of course, you don't have to be you know, buy now, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday sort of guy, but it's good to understand why they do that, you know? So, yeah. And don't look at, don't look at marketing and sales as evil. Like some of the same tactics are used in the, uh, in the, the letters you get in the mail trying to get you to donate money to the nature conservancy. Oh, absolutely. It's the same stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, have an open mind and cool. Well, maybe just to wrap it up, Josh, I'd turn it over to you. This is sales is one of your expertise. So this is a really value packed episode. Help us understand the difference between an upsell, cross-sell, and downsell, uh, and just drop one more knowledge bomb on the crew here at Lifter LMS. Yeah, I LMS, think uh, yeah. I think a uh, uh, um, well. Let's start with upsell and downsell. Cross-sells a little different, and there's it can mean different things to different people. But an upsell to me is something that you offer in the buying process to uh, that complements what you're selling, but it's not exactly the same. Um, would you it, like fries with that? Would you like fries Is with that? that? Yeah. And yeah. and it's a it doesn't have to be more money, but usually it is an upsell. It doesn't have to be though. It could give your initial products $50, the second one could be a hundred. Um mm-hmm. and that's where if you're doing that progression, like fifty to a hundred dollars, so a fifty dollar course, hundred dollar course, then your downsell would be if they said no to the um to the first sell the first upsell then you offer a downsell which is actually a cheaper product so maybe fifty dollars to hundred to twenty nine or it could be fifty there's no like hard and fast way but basically upsell is something that you offer in the sales process um, and a downsell is something if they say no to that 
Um, and then a cross sell would be uh, a way of selling a complementary product, but it's not usually in the buying process. It's usually after. So at the end of a course, you cross sell to another course. If you like this course on gardening, check out our beekeeping. It's a little different. It's not in the sales process. That's my observation. There's definitely, definitely other interpretations of that, but that's what I view those as. And, um, whether or not I have the terminology right or wrong to the T, uh, uh, that's their powerful concepts either way. So I hope that people take advantage of them and, and start to use them to increase their, their income and their impact. So, awesome. yeah, you have any final thoughts? Uh, I would just say if you haven't already uh, master or try to master the fundamentals of marketing and sales, and I'll just point you to a great book, uh, The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing. The author's name escapes me at the moment, but just uh, John, Google that. John Trout, I think his name is. Jack Trout. Jack uh, yeah. Trout. Yeah. Come yeah, on, you're a fisherman, that's, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a that's a great one, and it, it it actually references some of the bigger brands like yeah. uh, McDonald's or Coke or whatever. And uh, you can there's some valuable lessons in there to help you uh, in this figuring out this ascension model and how you're going to sell and cross sell and all these things. Right on. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening, and until next week, we'll talk to you then. <laughs>